Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. How you doing? It's hump day. It's a Wednesday today. It's a special occasion. We're filming. I have my wine and I'm ready to go. Um, but I love the style that we've been doing recently where it's just like answering random questions. I don't know. Like sometimes I get inspired and I want to like talk about a specific subject or like, you know, something is like coming up in the world and I want to talk about it. But I just love answering your guys' questions. This is how Girl Talk started. Like I've never had like a topic or anything. I just answered your guys' questions and we just went off of that. And it was just like vibes and that's just how it was. And I love it. And I feel like I lost sight of it for so many, I don't know, months. And I'm finally like, damn, like back in the day, that's all that we did. We just answered Q and A's. And like, you guys just asked me some random questions about your life. And I just, I'm like, that's my opinion. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion. <laughs> that's how I feel like I am. <laughs> um, but I'm so ready. We're going to start out with like the, literally the craziest question. We have some really good questions up in this Girl Talk Podcast. She's all anonymous. I asked you guys some questions on my spam account. It's not Adeline on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. First question. I wanted to start out with this one. Someone said, how to feel when you say no to strippers, but he still did it anyway because his friends made him to made him. Um, bitch, first of all, that man doesn't respect you. And I hate to say it, but he never will. And it's, hey, maybe you can really train him and make him a person that respects you. But I really feel like it starts from the beginning. And maybe this is toxic of me to say, but I really think that you should throw the whole man away because I know some toxic guy friends. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to mind my business. You know, they're go they're doing their thing. They're fuck boys. You know, they're bad. And, you know, I mind my business. I hear the tea and I mind my business. But one thing that one of my fuck boy guy friends said, I said, you know what? I feel like you and this girl, you seem so happy with her. You feel, you seem like your energy is so much lighter. You feel like your energy, like you, you, to me, from an outsider's perspective, you seem so much happier. And he genuinely, not trying to out him, but I'm not saying his name, but he literally goes, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, I don't feel motivated to cheat on her. I don't want to look at other girls. I don't want to do X, Y, Z. I genuinely just like, love her and respect her and I just like I feel like this is the type of thing that you have to do from the beginning of any relationship is set the standard because I feel like back in the day like I would set the, the bar would be so low and the standard would be so low and you know I get the midnight booty call and be like hey come over you know and like, you know, we, you know, it's like the hookups and like stuff like that. And like, you know, that's how kind of how you like start to like talk and stuff like that. But when you set your standards from the very start, it's like 
men remember that shit or even just like the people that you date they remember that shit and like I, I I always say you get what you pay for and I believe it because I truly believe the more money that a man puts into you the more he'll respect you and the more he'll feel like you're an investment I already like imagine you know when you wait in line for like an hour and you're like damn like I'm not even near the front but I already waited an hour in line I might as well wait a little bit more for like the, you know the roller coaster that's how men feel about women if he's like I already spent like you know hundreds of dollars on this girl like I might as well you know <laughs> that's a crazy way to put it but I feel like men think about that about women if they're putting in the effort like for example this guy he's putting in the effort to do the long distance and he's putting in the effort to spend the money and invest the time and invest, you know, X, Y, Z. Whereas I felt like the last girl, it was almost like it was just convenient and it was just easy. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like he didn't respect her and like there, he did do some shady shit. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna mind my business. You know, you're going through your own journey. You know, I am a girl's girl, but like, Sometimes, like, you, you can't just, like, tell people what to do. They have to go through it on their own. That's how I feel, at least. Um, and you can't ever control people. You can't ever be like, you know, what you did is wrong because then they're going to not, you know, tell you things anymore. And, you know, they're going to kind of close off to you. And then, you know, whatever. I feel like a lot of the times you have to let people do whatever the fuck they want to do and they have to learn it on their own and I've learned this the hard way I've like I've yelled at my friends for doing you know x y and z and I've yelled at my friends for doing whatever and a lot of the times it ends in the friendship breaking up and a lot of the times it ends up with us not even being close so I've learned that you know if you see your friend doing something shady or something weird you know I will say a little comment but I'm not trying to be like you know therapist up in this bitch but anyways what I've noticed is if you set the bar so high and say, for example, if a man on Tinder, a man on Bumble, a man on Hinge is like, let's get a coffee date. And you say, yes, that's kind of like, to me, and I've gone on a rant about this before, a coffee date is so cheap and it's so bare minimum. I've been on coffee dates before and I've paid for my own coffee and I've never seen that man again. Like I went on a coffee date. I paid for my own coffee. I think he paid for his. Um, you know, we talked. It was nice. He had a Porsche, you know, he had a Frenchie. It was like a nice day. And like, you know, we got along, but he was not in the mindset to provide and he was not in the mindset to be where I wanted him to be and like be the provider man and be like, you know, that man for me. On paper, he made a good amount of money. On paper, he, you know, had a Porsche. He had, a, you know, a nice, my favorite dog. It's like a, a literal Frenchie. Um, but I just knew he was not a provider man. And that's, at the end of the day, what I want. Um, but yeah, it, it's seriously like, I didn't even have to do anything. I feel a lot of the times the universe just worked things out for you because like, I, I think we talked a little bit after the date and then he kind of ghosted me. And I was like, damn, that was, that kind of sucks. Like, whatever. I, at least it was only a coffee date. But I feel like since he didn't invest anything into me and I was just convenient, he didn't feel the need to respond to me or put in the effort or do anything because I already set the standard that I was so easy and convenient. Whereas if a man is very interested in you and he's like, hey, let's go on a coffee date. 
and you kind of, you know, respond back being like, hey, um, you know, coffee dates aren't really my thing. And I work during the day. So I honestly would prefer something in the evening, like a dinner and something more formal, like a dinner. Um, I feel like something like that is kind of like setting the tone and setting like, hey, you get what you pay for and I'm an expensive ass bitch. So you better fucking invest. And like, hey, it's a good way to weave out the brokies because the brokies would be like, you're a gold digger. You only like guys and money. Like, where's the gold to dig? I've never, ever, ever met an actual rich person that complains about gold diggers. No rich person complains about gold diggers. Only poor people. Like broke men do. Only broke men compare about complain about gold diggers. So if they start with that, you already know. Block. You are a waste of two seconds of my life messaging you on Tinder. <laughs> don't go on Tinder, girl. <laughs> Actually, maybe do. Hey, sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, how to feel when you say no to strippers, but he still does it anyways because of his friends. Girl, at the end of the day, this is what you need to take from this situation. Number one, he values his friends' opinions more than yours. Because you set X boundary, which is don't go to the strip club. And he doesn't respect your boundary. And he respects his friends' opinions more. Um, number two, this could also be, did you find out or did he tell you? Because I feel like, finding out is almost worse where he feels comfortable lying to you as opposed to being upfront and being a you know grown-up adult person and communicating um so knowing that and then also I don't know girl it's like I I definitely think you should communicate how you feel and depending on how he reacts I think it really is, you know, a red flag make or break situation because, you know, it may start out with just like, you know, not listening to your boundaries and not respecting you. And then maybe it escalates to something else. And then maybe it escalates to something else. People will always show you who you are. You just need to watch and listen a hundred percent. So if you set the boundary, don't see the service and he sees it anyways, Girl, I say throw the whole man away and start over new again and set those boundaries high and set because a lot of men will meet those expectations. And I I feel like for the longest time, I'd be like, all men suck, all men suck, all men suck. But it's because my bar was literally on the fucking floor. Why would men respect me when I literally was allowing them to come over at midnight? Why would men respect me when I literally went on a coffee day and they didn't even pay for my fucking coffee? Why would men respect me when I did X, Y, Z? Exactly. Bitch, set your expectations, set your bar so high. Hey, you know, being easy, you're going to have a lot of easy men. And when you set your bar really high, there's going to be a lot of men that are going to be like, what do you mean? Are you a gold digger? What do you mean? You want me to spend money on you? What do you mean? Blah, 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 blah. They're going to have so many excuses, but that's how you weave out the bad ones. And that's how you find the good ones. And it's going to be a little bit slimmer pickings when you set the bar really high, but it's going to not be a waste of your time. It's not going to be a waste of your fucking time and a waste of your fucking tears because you set the bar fucking high. And I'm the first person to say that, you know, there are these fuckboys and they will cheat on you and they will disrespect you. And I've literally seen those exact same fuckboys respect women that set the bar high. 
and you just need to know how to maneuver girl you need to know how to like set the boundaries you need to know princess treatment like before i met my boyfriend like i feel like i was so in my masculine energy i would always you know offer to pay and i would always offer to um you know drive and i would always offer to go to their place and make it convenient for them and blah 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 blah, blah. but it's because i craved male validation so bad and that is so pathetic of me i hated that about myself like why was i like that why was, i mean it's natural a lot of people are like that but getting over that male validation and really just being like these are my standards i deserve princess treatment and it is what it is and if you don't like it then get the fuck out because i'm not i'm not accepting disrespect and i'm not accepting you know me setting a boundary and you not and you not respecting that boundary um and i feel like this is so important this is so 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 fucking important even if it's something little there is something to be said about it i feel like princess treatment and finding someone that respects you is all about setting boundaries being firm with your boundaries um communicating your boundaries and if they disrespect it you're not afraid to get the fuck out because you know your worth you know that you're the fucking shit you know your pussy is power and you know that you're a fucking cool person to be around not only are you beautiful but you're also a cool fucking person to be around and you're like a cool fucking friend and you're a cool fucking person to hang out with so like you're a fucking catch you know i feel like it almost like every single person that i've ever like had some sort of like falling out with whether it's like a sneaky link or like you know a relationship they always come back but you know why because i respect myself and i i I set boundaries and when people seriously disrespect those boundaries, I get the fuck out and I never talk back and I never go back to them ever again. And I think it fucks with people's mind. I think it's also my Sagittarius rising. I think it's a Sagittarius thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but girl, that's a red flag to me. Throw the whole man away. Start brand new. <laughs> and like i'm looking at your profile picture and you're so pretty like it makes me so sad that girls are so pretty and like you're accepting this disrespect like bitch you deserve the whole fucking world like stop letting society you know say you know the bar is on the floor raise your bar it's all about your perspective and it's all about the boundaries that you set and the boundaries that you you know that you seriously take and if they disrespect it then you're fucking out and they need to know that. Next up, someone said, any advice on meeting guys other than bars or dating apps? Yes, bitch. I used to be a serial dating app person i would always be on the dating apps and i'd always you know go to the bars and go to the clubs and be like why do i never find good men where are the men gone uh, what's the song <laughs> at first i was afraid i was petrified i don't know <laughs> it's a rain and men but there's like no good men right it's a rain and bad men and i want a good man bitch you know what i found going where you want your future person to be and this is what I mean by that. So when you think of your future person and your ideal perfect person, what do you imagine? Do you imagine like a club rat? Do you imagine someone that's on dating apps that's desperate? That's like hooking up with people constantly? That's like a fuck boy that's XYZ? No, 
right? Then why are you looking in all those places? What? Does it make sense? When you think of your future person, what do you think of? Do you think of them as a successful entrepreneur? Do you think of them as traveling for business, maybe being in expensive hotel lobbies? Do you think of them as you know, being in upscale places like, you know, you know, these galas and these balls and like, you know, these these higher end places. Where do you see your future person being? Are they are they working out? Are they working on themselves? Are they at the gym? Are they at a nice gym? Are they like an expensive gym, like an Equinox? Like where are where is your future person? Genuinely think to yourself, what does your future person do for a living? What does your future person do as a hobby? What does your future person do for X, Y, Z? Do they like reading as a hobby? Do you want to meet them at a library? Do they like working out as a hobby? Do you want to meet them at an Equinox, like an expensive gym? Do they, um, you know, do charity and do they like donate and you know are they at like these donation galas and charity galas and you know are they helping out with people or what are they doing what is your future person doing think of where they would be and go to those places why are we looking for our future person on the dating apps and why are we looking for our future person on the clubs bitch imagine dating someone that's a club rat why are we looking for that? It's like we're looking for failure. Hell no. We don't fucking want that. Ask yourself where your future person is and go to those exact places. And like, that's kind of how me and my boyfriend met. Like, honestly, we met through mutual friends. But I honestly, like, I wanted someone that had friends and I wanted someone that was motivated and I wanted someone that was like very involved in their work. And I feel like that's what I found. I found him through my mutual friends who also were very motivated in their work, who were also, you know, very successful and who were also, you know, they had friends and they were fun and like we would go out sometimes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Ask yourself, where does your future person go? Where do they work? What are their hobbies? Go to those places and look good. Dress up. next up someone said how do you build emotional intimacy so one thing that me and my boyfriend do is sometimes when we're on dates because you know we've been dating for a while so it's like you know we always talk about stuff and like how our day is and stuff like that but sometimes you want to get deeper and sometimes you genuinely want to ask like nice like deep intimate questions so what i'll literally do is go on google and search up questions for couples And some of them are fun, some of them are silly, and then some of them are really intimate. And sometimes we get really deep and it's honestly really nice, especially with a glass of wine and you're at dinner and then you're just like talking to each other. I feel like it feels really good. And even for my boyfriend, I'm like, he, he, we, you know, do these questions and he'd be like, damn, I really like doing stuff like this. Like I feel really close to you and I feel really intimate with you. And then we have like the best sex ever after. Like, I don't know. These things are really great. So here are some examples. So, um, I just searched up couples questions or question questions for couples. These are like some of them that showed up. So what are three things on your bucket list? What are the top three adventures that you've had in your life? What are two things that you regret? What is the hardest life lesson that you've had to learn? What's your favorite childhood memory? What's your dream job? What do you consider your greatest success? What's the most incredible thing that you've ever eaten? What's your greatest sexual fantasy? What do you value in a relationship? Where do you hope to be living in the next five years? What's your first impression of me? Who is your inspiration? Have you ever been in therapy? What's the longest you've ever been in a relationship? Do you deal with stress? How would you describe your last relationship? How regularly do you get checked for STIs? Hey, that's important. Um, <laughs> would, what do you consider cheating? Because cheating is different for every single person. Some people think that watching porn is cheating. Some people think that, you know, um, talking to people is cheating, emotionally cheating. Some people think that, you know, ha- like 
kissing is cheating and some people think that actually having sex is cheating it's different for everyone um have you ever had your heart broken do you think you are trustworthy what are your feelings on sexual exclusivity and monogamy um do you believe in the institution of marriage do you believe in living together before marriage at what age do you see yourself getting married what would your ideal wedding look like do you want kids why or why not when would you want to have kids and how like these are just questions that these are only like 30 of them but they have hundreds of questions for couples and asking each other and like getting deep with each other like these types of questions because like you know i feel like as a couple like you know things always come up you talk about your family you talk about you know your past or your exes or you know whatever these types of questions really get you you know intimate with each other and get to know each other and feel really good about each other and um have that really intimate relationship so i don't know google questions for couples and you can google like google intimate questions for couples google sexual questions for couples like anything that you want those are so much fun and like me and my boyfriend will do it all the time on dates and like dinners and stuff like that and sometimes we'll go on like little tangents and like i forget about the questions and we like we'll talk about something else and it's just like i don't know it's like a fun thing to talk about and it's a fun thing to like keep the conversation fun and intimate next up someone said how do i talk to guys if i'm anxious and a little thicker but he's super cute and attractive first of all i want to stop you right there when you're saying you're a little thicker because anyone can always say that about anything like i feel like beauty is in the eye of the beholder and you know maybe your future person loves thick girls or they love skinny girls or not your future person some guys like thicker girls some guys like thinner girls some guys like you know xyz and they have different types just like imagine your future person you never want to get into a relationship where you feel like you have to change for someone i feel like when i think of my forever partner i want them to love me for exactly who i am and i never want to change for them i never want to you know feel like i have to work out and be really skinny for them or feel like i have to you know work out and be really thick for them and have a big butt for them or like you know whatever it is um i feel like when i think of my future partner they already love me how i am and my natural self um because I don't know we all we all have our things and we all you know i feel like the grass is always greener on the other side and like you know skinny girls like always wish that they were a little thicker and thicker girls always wish that they were a little skinnier like it's always it's like curly hair they always wish they had straight hair and straight hair you always wish that you had curly hair the grass is always greener on the other side and you're like you always you know like something you know what actually i find it's really interesting um i saw something saying that what you're insecure about within yourself you tech you sometimes find attractive in other people so one of my friends she they were kind of insecure about their teeth so when they would look for a partner they'd be swiping on you know whatever dating apps they'd be like oh my god but their teeth are so straight and like so like it makes me so horny like straight teeth make me so horny me on the other hand i really couldn't give less of a fuck about teeth like i've i just like i love a good body like Maybe that says something about me. Who knows? But I love a good body. And like I hooked up with this one guy. He had literal, oh, 
like eight pack six pack abs bitch like so fucking hot like oh my god sorry my boyfriend's in the other room right there but he was so hot so sexy like a literal like goddess so you know how they have like the greek goddesses like oh my god oh my god and i would show people like you know videos and pictures of him because i would i took photos of us um they'd be like oh my god a literal goddess and then my friend was like but his teeth and i was like i could not give less of a fuck about his teeth i couldn't all i could look at were his eight pack abs that's all that i was looking at I couldn't give less of a fuck about his teeth, <laughs> but for her, that was everything for her. Um, so I feel like, you know, what m you may think is important to some people, some people might not even give a fuck about. Like some people might find, you know, a big butt and big boobs attractive. And then some people, you know, they're more into like, you know, the thinner look and they don't love like a big boob and big butt. Um, it's different for everybody. So first of all, I want to say that you're so beautiful the way that you are and because you're a little thicker That makes you just as beautiful You're just so fucking like thick and juicy and fucking like do you know how many girls would would die to be thick? So many girls would die to be thick So many skinny girls would die to be thick and then so many thick girls would be die to be skinny, right? We all want what we can't have um, so I want to get that out of the way and say that you're so beautiful the way that you are and just because you're a love lucker doesn't mean anything. Um, so how do I talk to a guy if I'm a little anxious, but he's super cute and attractive? Um, it would definitely, first of all, look your best, you know, do the hair, do the makeup, you know, try a little bit, do a little thirst trap or something. And I don't think that the man should always have to do the first move. Um, I don't even remember. See, that's the thing. I don't even remember if me or my boyfriend did the first move. I think he was interested in me, but I think that I went up to him first because I'm more of an extroverted type and he's a little bit more introverted. Um, I think. But see what I mean? Like some years down, you don't even remember who goes up to who first. So, you know, look cute. Look your best. Feel sexy for you. Be confident and go up to them and spit your game, girl figure out your riz everybody has a little different riz i don't know what it is maybe you like compliment them maybe you make fun of them maybe you um ask them for their cash up and ask for their money i don't know what you want to do but go up to them and like you have little interactions you don't have to like you know fall in love at first sight maybe you could have a little interaction here and then you see them at another party and you have a little interaction here and you guys get to know each other and like you follow each other and then you you know swipe up on each other's stories or whatever it is everybody's story is different but don't be scared to make the first move because a lot of the times you won't even remember who made the first move later on down the line <laughs> it's more of a fact of like who is pursuing who and i i don't know i like to be in my feminine energy and i like um a partner that is more in their masculine energy and a partner that you know hunts for me or like not hunts for me but like that makes me sound like a piece of meat that chases after me because i feel like i'm more of like the feminine energy that is more like accepting um but yeah don't be afraid to make the first move girl um you got this and you're so beautiful and yeah
got what you if you got it flaunt it if you're a little thicker you better flaunt that cleavage girl you better show that ass in those leggings girl and those jeans girl and whatever that little skinny like that little teeny tiny mini skirt girl you better flaunt it. If you got it, you better flaunt it, okay? If you got those nice long legs, skinny long legs, you better flaunt it, girl. Everything you got, you better flaunt it. <laughs> um, next up, someone said, how do girls work out on their period? I, so it's different for me all the time because I used to be on birth control and I felt like my period cramps were never as bad. I feel like my friends would always complain about period cramps and I never really struggled with it. And then the second that I got off of birth control, I think it was like about a year ago. Um, no, it was a couple of months ago. <laughs> I feel like it was a year ago. It's a couple of months ago. Um, I started getting the worst cramps and it sucks. I'm like, damn, like birth control was so good. But it was also like, I felt like, you know, I felt like my body was telling me to get off of it because I was just like, I would always forget to take my pill and I'd always get my period all the time. Like, you know, when you forget the pill like a day or two and then you get two periods in one month. Yeah, I, I was just like the worst with that stuff. And I also felt like my hair was thinning and, you know, I've been on the pill for like 10 years. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get off of it. So I finally got off of it and I felt like my cramps have been getting so bad. But I was like, you know, I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to be on birth control. And I was also breaking out like crazy and like, I was like, you know what? It's my hormones that they're balancing each other like itself out. Um, so I waited a couple months and finally it's kind of getting back to how it was before. Um, my cramps are still kind of bad, but my acne is clearing up a little bit, but it's still, you know, not as good as it was. But I think over time it will. Um, but how do girls work out with their period? I... One time I had the worst period cramps, like the worst, like literally in a fucking fetal position, like blue was my hot pack. I put her on my stomach, like literally watching Netflix, like crying my eyes out because everything hurt and I didn't want to exist anymore. You know, back in the day, women used to like just bleed intense. Like that's what we would do. And now we were like expected to go to school and like go to work and shit like that. Like what the fuck? I want to bleed in a tent. Like let me a week off. Like let me fucking bleed in a tent. I don't want to. And we'd always be in sync, you know, because women, especially like in like those in the old times, we'd always be in sync with our periods. So all the women would just bleed in a tent for a week together. Like why are we not like that anymore? Why do we have to go to work? Or why do we have to go to school? What the fuck? Anyways. <laughs> um it really helps me to have a hot pack so i have a hot where is it i think it's right here um i have this little stuffed animal i got it on amazon and you put it in the microwave and it's a hot pack and it's so cute and you can also get a hot pack at like amazon or um walmart they have like basic hot packs they're not cute like this they're just like regular hot packs like when you're sick and stuff like, like that you can put it in the microwave and it makes it hot but i get these little bitches i put it in the microwave make sure not to burn it i've seen the reviews and people like literally lit these bitches on fire you can't burn it um but you put it on your stomach it helps so much sometimes i'll even get blue i'll put blue on my stomach oh feels so good um that really helps um dairy makes my my cramps worse so i won't drink any dairy i won't have any dairy like cheese milk whatever it is um during my period because I find that it makes my period cramps worse. And honestly, I I found it on Google and I think that it's true. Moving your body 
genuinely helps your period cramps um because i know that how it feels to be like damn i can't move i can't do this start really slow maybe go on a walk go up the stairs you know go walk outside your bedroom go to the kitchen maybe i don't know um go on a walk outside your house like go on a walk throughout the neighborhood with your dog um it honestly really helps i don't know what it does it like i don't know if your uterus has like a fucking like like muscle or some shit but that shit gets like she gets worn out by the walks and like working out honestly it really does help with my period cramps um so i know it feels like it would make it worse but i promise you it actually makes it better <laughs> but yeah those are my tips for period uh, cramps but I think I'm going to end the podcast here. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to give it a thumbs up. And if you're on Apple Music or Apple Spot, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then make sure to give it a five stars because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you guys. And I'm always here if you need to talk every Wednesday on my Girl Talk podcast channel and every Monday and Friday on my vlog channel. But I love you guys. And I'm always here if you need to talk. Same place, same time. Love you guys. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Feel it rush, sipping on Hawaiian punch. Lose the sides, feel it rush, sipping on Hawaiian punch. Are you like all this gush? Oh no, you can't get enough. Sip, sipping on Hawaiian punch.